What's up, guys? I'm Nathan, and I'm here with Spencer from the Fantasy Fanatics, and we're back. This is Season 2, Episode 1 of our podcast. Um, we're getting back on the grind, getting you guys ready for the upcoming football season. Um, so for this first video back, we're going to go over our, some of our rankings, <clears throat> and we're going to touch on our Boom Bus articles and our Sleeper articles that we've released on our website. You can find that at the fffanatics.com. Um, you can also find a lot of this content on our Twitter What's our Twitter? Is it the FFNX3? Is that correct? DFF3? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then also, lastly, we're going to talk about some handcuff rankings and whatever comes to mind throughout the conversation. Um, so, are you excited to get back on the grind for season two? Yep. I'm ready. I'm we ready. Started, we started this, what, week? Five? I think it was week four or five. Yep. And so we we passed a thousand followers on Twitter. So big thanks to everybody. It's awesome. I don't know how many subscribers you got, like twenty something. Twenty-seven. Uh, yeah, we're a couple away from getting that uh that check mark. We're almost verified. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um merch coming. Um so what do you want to start with? Walk through the rankings? You want to talk about our rankings? Yep. I'll get it up right now. Sure. Let's see. And these rankings are very subject to change. Uh a lot of things can happen. We're still two months away from the start of the regular season. Preseason's always kind of sketchy to get through, uh, you know, weird situations such as like Deshaun Watson. Um, there, there's just a lot that can still happen. So these rankings will be updated. Um, I don't know exactly when, just whenever big news happens, um, injuries, trades, anything like that, we'll, we'll be sure to be updating it and letting you guys know. So what you see? What do you want to talk about first? Looking right now. How about the rookies? Okay. I'm pretty high on Trevor Lawrence. We have them <coughs> both ranked at 12. Yeah. Um, and then after that, there's yeah, a big drop-off to Zach Wilson at 22. You're not I, so high on Zach Wilson. You have him at 29. I then I have Mac Jones and Trey Lance. Um, I'm kind of banking on them starting more games. Mm-hmm. Then uh, Jimmy Garoppolo and Cam Newton. Um, I guess we'll just have to see the camp battle and once the rumors, uh, but I don't have them very high because I don't think they'll start, you know, that's fair, but nine, 10 games. See, I'm, I'm a little different because I'm a believer in cam. I think if he, if he gets off to a hotter start, I think he keeps the job, but he could very easily be out of there like that. If, uh, if he slips up, if he plays like he did last year, I don't think he'll last like maybe three four games it's, it's gonna be like tyrod taylor wherever tyrod goes he just gets out of there or somebody stabs him in the chest with a golf tee um <laughs> it's gonna be like that like he's just gonna be out of there um i see that you have Jalen hurts at seven i have him at 14 so you're you know you think Jalen hurts will be a qb1 this year um i do i think he'll be a very good qb1 because of his running ability i think getting devonta smith is a massive help um, are we assuming that Zach Ertz is out of there? Because if so, Dallas Goddard, I think, is going to be a monster. I think he's going to be his number one weapon. Um, you weren't very high on uh, Goddard last year, though. Well, that was last year. Last year, I mean, he was like a bottom tight end one. But in terms of Hertz, it's I think it's really going to help him to have a solid big target like that. And then if Miles Sanders stays healthy, it's just going to help Jalen Hurts. Um, Where's the ideal landing spot for Zach Ertz? Like fantasy wise, uh, what would be the best spot? 
Oof. If Deshaun Watson plays, I was thinking maybe somewhere like Houston, but they're like a rebuilding team. I don't think that they would really want to trade for him. I mean, I know you're dying to say Buffalo, and it makes sense. Well, I don't know if that's the best fantasy spot for him. Well, but think about it. If if he goes to Buffalo, he's going to be their number, what, probably two option? I would th- I would still think number one. I still think he's better than Above Stefan Diggs? No, I'm saying like – No, oh, no. No, I'm saying like out of all their weapons, like their number two receiver, or do you think all pro Cole Beasley is above? <laughs> I think I think he'll be the fourth. I think he's the fourth. Okay, behind Whoa. Gabriel Davis. <laughs> Gabriel Davis. I know you're really high on Gabe Davis, but I don't know about that. I think if he lands in a spot where he's the solidified tight end one, which there's only a few teams where I don't think he would be. What about somewhere like the Chargers? Yeah, I mean that would be a good spot for him, and they love to throw the tight end. Um, maybe the Colts with Carson Wentz again. Maybe the Saints. Maybe the Bengals. The Bengals. I don't know. I think they really like. Um, I don't. I don't want him to get traded to the Drew Saints. Sample. I love. I, I love Adam Troutman. Love Adam Troutman. Uh, Just because he's I a have sleeper him, this year. I have him higher than you have, you have him at twenty-seven, and I have him at fourteen. I'm not a believer. He he could shock me, but I'm I'm not a believer. He, I've got to see it first. Um, Let's go back to the quarterbacks, think. though. Yeah. Are there any you can other find all ones these on? rankings on our website, by the way? Are there any other ones on here? Yeah. So let's talk about the Deshaun Watson situation. So we've both got him ranked. Um, we've got a little asterisk there because. So know, with with you having him at thirteen, are you counting on him playing all seventeen games? Um, there's no way you rank him at thirteen if he plays all seventeen, right? That's tough. I mean, their their team has gotten obliterated recently. His only weapon is going to be like Brandon Cooks. And then who, you're going to throw it to one of your 12 running backs you got now? Um, David Johnson. Hey, hey, yeah, Johnson. you're a huge believer in David Johnson. He I used to in, be li- he last year. Up in the slot. But, I mean, last year kind of proved that, you know, he's, he's past his prime. He just don't got it anymore. Yeah. Um, I mean, that man was running through mud or something. Um if you look at those highlights versus when he was uh, damn near MVP on the Cardinals, it's like it's night and day. <laughs> it looks like somebody like dropped him down into second gear. Did he have a major leg injury? Uh, I'm trying to think what got him. No, he broke his he broke his hand when he was How out does that in Arizona. Someone down though. I think it's just confidence because I mean when he was when he was killing it when he uh, put up those crazy numbers that one year when he was. I'm pretty sure he's RB one that one year. Was it twenty? I know he was getting drafted. Seventeen. It was twenty sixteen. He was getting drafted as the RB one that year. They broke his hand. Yeah, because the previous year he had gone bonkers. Um, it was kind of like Christian McCaffrey before before McCaffrey, like that that sort of player. Oh no, no, not even close. What do you mean, not even close? Not even close. Christian McCaffrey is night and day better than him. No, but how he was playing, like he was. Running the ball every play, like he was getting just as many touches as McCaffrey is. I mean, if you put prime David David Johnson on in McCaffrey's situation, I don't think there's much of a difference. Oh no, no. But his confidence has been killed, so I'm not too high on him. All right, what's some other ones on here? Surprised you don't have Russell Wilson ranked in the top three there. Well, I mean, we got a new offensive coordinator. Thank God. Um, if he lets Russ cook. He could very easily jump into the top three um, because 
before you know what was it eight week seven or week eight when russ was number one dk was number one the we had the number one like passing offense it's it was ridiculous and then sean hammer was like you know what let's uh let's pull the e-break and let's just hand the ball off and start losing games i have a question what's up with the hate on uh james winston here well we got to see some of what he would look like in the saints uniform last year and I get it. Part of it may have been because he was coming in at the end of games and they were just managing, but he just didn't look like the old gunslinger in, in Tampa. Um, and you know, they're, they're going to be throwing in some Taysom Hill. I mean, he's got to win the job first. Like he's got to be the quarterback first. And I don't think that's very hard. I, I don't know. I don't they, they yanked out Drippies last year. And I mean, he was, Oh, I totally skipped over Justin Fields here. And you put him in. You there. have him at twenty-two. Two. Yeah, and I have him at thirty. Are you? I, I mean, think he Matt takes Nagy's, the job from Andy Dalton pretty quick. What week? By week, like four. You I think still Andy think Dalton. he would finish above somebody like uh, Derek Carr. Yeah. Really? Patrick, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's going to be like a miniature version of like Jalen Hurts. I think he's going to be able. It's just like he. He just. The offensive um, weapons he's got there, he's got A-Rob, he's got Cole Komet, David Montgomery, what, Darnell Mooney. I mean, it's it's good, but like it's nothing like crazy. I'd much rather have Philly's weapons, to be honest. You would rather have Philly's weapons than – Can we start a trend? Can we free Travis Fogum? Can we start a free Travis Fogum? Oh, no. He is – I don't think he's good at all. Dude, he was killing it last year, and then Alshon Jeffrey came back, and they were like, you know what? You can watch Alshon Jeffrey catch his two balls per game. All right, I have a I question. How tall do you think Jalen Hurts is? Jalen Hurts? Six foot? How tall is Six he? foot one. How tall do you think Justin Fields is? Six two? Six three. You yeah. call Justin Fields a mini Jalen Hurts. As, no, as in like how they play. Oh, I thought you meant like a smaller Jalen Hurts. No, no, no. Like, hey, please. Like, I don't think he'll be running as much as Hurts does. And I think their throwing ability is pretty, pretty comparable. I just like, I personally like what Philly's got as a whole as compared to the Bears. The Bears do have a solid number one in A-Rob, obviously, that Philly doesn't really have unless, you know, Jalen Rager or Devonta Smith or somebody really comes on. So that'd be the only advantage. <clears throat> All right. Let's go to these. I got a question. Bit. I got a question. While we're on the quarterbacks, Sam Darnold, what do you expect? Good year, bad year, in between? Where do you have him ranked? You I got have him low. ranked at 28. I have him ranked at 26. I have no idea. That is a total That's a total guess. That's a guessing game. I completely that, agree. I, I, I don't know. I mean, there's no way he finishes above somebody like Carson Wentz or Zach Wilson, right? I don't know. I think it's going to be comparable to Derek Carr, how they've got these speedy receivers, you know, Henry Ruggs, Brian Edwards, Darren Waller. I mean, they've got DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson. And so it's going to be a lot of deep balls, I think. And both of them, both of those teams are going to be feeding the running backs. I mean, McCaffrey back, he got to get in the ball. And then, you know, the Raiders have some obsession with having like 20 good running backs for no reason with Josh Jacobs and Kenyon Drake. Um, so I think they're going to be pretty close. I don't think any, I don't think they're going to be starter worthy, 
I mean, maybe you'll have them on the end of your bench or they're just floating around in free agency, depending on the size of your league. I, w- I wouldn't be reaching for them. Who is that? What do you mean? Who are you talking about? Bo- both of them, Derek Carr and um, Sam Darnold. How I thought you were talking about Josh Jacobs and Kenyon Drake. I was like floating around on the waiver wire. Oh, no, no, no. About Derek Carr and uh, Sam Darnold. All right, running back rankings. What are some notable ones here? Jonathan Taylor, not as high on him. I mean, like, it's not necessarily a knock on Jonathan Taylor, but like, look at the guys in front of him. Like, Nick Chubb, Zeke. I think Zeke, I think Zeke has a big bounce back here. Uh, Derek Henry, Saquon. I mean, you, you can't go wrong. I just think he's a little bit limited. He's kind of similar to Nick Chubb. He's a little bit limited in his um, pass catching. And I think Carson Wentz will be throwing the ball to the receivers more than Phillip Rivers likes to throw the ball to his running backs. You saw it with Eckler and for the Chargers. Um, and I think Naheem Hines, good competition. If Marlon Mack has recovered from his Achilles, he should be well in the competition. So I don't think Jonathan Taylor is necessarily like a, in a committee, but he's definitely going to lose some touches to those guys. What do you think? Well, Marlon Mack's coming off that injury. Um, I think Jonathan Taylor, I think it's realistic around 20, 22 touches a game behind the best offensive line, if not the best top three. Um, It just all depends on how Carson Wentz plays. If Carson Wentz goes out there and like last year, Mm. then, I mean, it only hurts Jonathan Taylor because then they'll stack the box. But if he goes out there like MVP Carson Wentz, and I mean, I, Jonathan Taylor could very well finish as the RB one this year. So I don't think he's got that kind of ceiling. Um, I really don't. Like I don't. I don't see him outperforming like a Derrick Henry or a Nick Chubb, somebody who's just through and through runner. Um, I think another name to throw into that mix as like a, just a tough running kind of guy is Najee Harris. I think he can be in the mix with those guys as well. Because if they feed him like they wanted to feed James Conner, who was just incompetent at some points. Um, he, I don't see why he couldn't be up there. And not a big Joe Mixon guy, huh? I mean, Joe Mixon if, is if, a if Joe Burrow goes out mystery. there and plays like he did the first few weeks last year. I mean, they got Jamar Chase, they got T Higgins, Tyler and they Boyd. got Tyler Boyd. Um, Drew Sample. Uh CJ Osama is better, but um, they start Sample. No, nah, no, nah, CJ Osama. We can place a bet right now that CJ will have a better season than Sample. 100%. Name your number. Okay. That, give me that all day. Yeah. I mean, I let me let me go to the tight end rankings real quick. I think I have CJ pretty high, too. Let me go look. I mean, what have you seen out of Drew Sample? Or any Just the fact that they like to throw to him. Oh, no. I don't have CJ. It's so high. I have him at 29. Where do you have Drew Sample ranked? I don't even think you have him ranked, do you? No. I mean, like, they're going to have so many weapons. I don't I don't see him being, like, a startable tight end by any means. But I think he's going to be relevant. I think he could be the kind of guy you could pick up off the waiver wire and plug him in if you need him. He had a few good weeks last year. <clears throat> but the, I don't think the, the big question mark around Joe Mixon is Joe Burr. I think, it, I think it's Joe Mixon. Uh, you know, Joe Mixon has all the talent in the world. See, I don't know. Like he's, I think he's pretty inconsistent. He's got the injury problems. Um, 
you know, Oklahoma woman beater. Uh, <laughs> might have some off the field problems. You just never know. He's like, if they they like to feed him when he's in there, it's just a big if of if he can get it together and put a full season together. Any other notable ones? I see where I have Mike Davis pretty high. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't disagree with that necessarily. I've got. I love there. Mike Davis this year. That's probably yeah. my second favorite sleeper this year. My only concern is the Atlanta offensive line, to be honest, and a combination of that with Matt Ryan getting so old, they lose Julio. I get the replacing him with Kyle Pitts. I don't think Kyle Pitts is necessarily going to be Julio. Um, Calvin Ridley, you know, obviously a stud. But other than that, they're going to be well, lacking Arthur weapons. Smith, their offensive coordinator, came from Tennessee, who loved to run the ball, um, had a run scheme, and if you know he carries that over to Atlanta, Mike Davis is easily a top ten running back. If you have Derrick Henry, you implement that run scheme. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even in games where they didn't have Henry, all they did is run and play action. It felt like. If if his lead running back was Darrington Evans, shout out fellow App State alum, Darrington Evans. If that was his lead back, there's no way that's the same offense. But Mike Davis isn't Darrington Evans. Mike Davis filled in for Christian McCaffrey pretty well last year. I think Mike Davis is a whole lot closer to Darrington Evans than he is Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry's he's just different. It's like trying to tackle a uh it's like trying to tackle a bus. I mean, and then he, he doesn't take big hits either. Like, why would you not give him the ball 30 times a game? Where Mike Davis, you know, he, he just doesn't have that. No disrespect to Mike Davis. He's a decent player. No, this is all disrespect to Mike Davis. No. This is how, many, how many touches do you think Mike Davis Mike. averages? What was that? How many touches do you think Mike Davis averages per game? 20. I was going to say like 16, 15 or 16. 20. I, I just I just don't see it. I think Atlanta's offense in general might suffer, but I think Ridley and Pitts are both going to be studs. Everybody else, and he's even a good receiving back. I I don't understand the hate on Mike Davis. I don't know if he's all. a good receiving back. I think that's a stretch. I think that's the system he was in. When you're filling in for McCaffrey, you've got to catch balls. They're not going to change the whole scheme just for you. Well, we can agree to disagree. How about the how about the James Robinson Travis Etienne uh duel? All right, so you have James Robinson at twenty two. Yeah. I have James Robinson at thirty. Huge James Robinson guy. Absolute mess up by the Jaguars uh front office there. Uh shout out to Robbie though. Shout out to Robbie for calling it, yeah. I shout mean he Robbie. said it from back when after week two of James Robinson. He said it's gonna suck when Travis Etienne and Trevor Lawrence get there. Dude, when they when they announced that Etienne was their pick, like I was in the same room with Robbie. We 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 lost it. It was it was unbelievable. But how do you think they're gonna get along in the same backfield? Split 50-50. Mm, I, I mean, maybe maybe to start off the season, <clears throat> they'll you know give James Robinson 70-30. See, I can see a lot of scenarios we're in the backfield together. <clears throat> yeah, but still, I mean, that, that sucks. Well, I mean, that means you've got DJ are Chark gonna, on one are side. Are you going to trust any of those guys as your RB2s? Yeah, I would I would put James Robinson as a solid RB2. Absolutely not. I have I mean, to maybe, see it from Etienne first. I would like to see in camp what position Etienne's playing. I don't think he's going to be a straight running back. 
Um, Who would you compare him to? Like a Levy, a smaller Levy on Bell. Like with his pass receiving skills, like like a prime David Johnson. No, not at all. No, like a not as good Levy on Bell. Like a smaller, not as good Levy on Bell. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about that one. <laughs> I don't know about that one. Maybe Levy on Bell. Who would be your best comparison to? Um, Tariq Cohen. Wow. That I mean, that kind of player. Tariq Cohen last last season before he got hurt, he was playing wide receiver. The Jaguars' second best receiver this season will be Travis Etienne. You, whoa! I don't know about that one. They've got Char. They've got Marvin Jones. They've got who? Who else is there? DD. Fine. Third best. Third best. Yeah, I don't know about that one. I mean, James Robinson was fine in the passing game last year. He was nothing to you know get crazy over, but I thought he did fine in the passing game. All and right, they're, they're going to give it to him, although Carlos Hyde is there too, and Carlos Hyde loves to steal the show. He did the same thing with Nick Chubb. There's no way Carlos Hyde gets touches. We said the same thing when he was in Cleveland, when he was in Seattle. We were like, no yeah, way. And then, but he's but he's RB three now. There's no way he gets touches, right? Well, I think he him he comes in for James Robinson because last year James Robinson had no competition. And this year, they at least have competent running backs. So I think you won't see him just in the game the whole time. Is there um, a chance James Robinson was just a one-year wonder, potentially? I think <clears> – I don't know if a one-year wonder is the right term because like he was like, – he showed he had talent, but they had no choice. When you got Gardner Minshew back there, you got to give him the ball. That was such a bad team. That was such a bad team if you think about it right now. It was a bad team that had – a few very talented players. Like I think Chark is a, a great player. And now they just added Marvin Jones, so they've got two deep threats. Like I don't know. It makes it very interesting for Trevor Lawrence. So who's the starting running back in uh Arizona? Arizona <laughs> Dude, I don't know. And I'd probably stay away from either until I until I saw. Like I would not reach for either one of them. James Conner showed that in Pittsburgh behind a very good offensive line that he does like he's so slow like he runs hard he's like chris carson but he's much slower and chris carson is no speedster and he, he struggles catching the ball um chase Edmonds, when Kenyon drake was out showed like like dude's got it like like he can step in there and be a three down back if need be when there was nobody else there so All right, so say if james connor goes down with injury Oh, I'd put Chase Edmonds as a RB2. Where would you Maybe. rank him? Probably around the upper teens. Probably upper teens. Like 18, 19, that kind of range. But And James Conner going down with injury is very likely. The dude's made of glass. I mean, he's one of the toughest dudes, but like you just blowing him the wrong way. He's going to pull something. Why? Where would you? Where would I take him? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Um, I, so I have a question. I, 
I'm going to totally <laughs> skip your episode. <laughs> I was going to say, maybe let us know today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to totally skip your question. <laughs> so say if you go running back, wide receiver, wide receiver, and then tight end. All right? And then the best running backs available are Raheem Mostert. He won't be there. James Conner. James Robinson. Chase Edmonds and Kareem Hunt. Who are you taking? Mostert, one hundred percent. You don't. You don't think Trey Sermon's a threat? Wait, hold on. Run me through those again. It was Mostert. It was Mostert. Yep. It was Connor. Yeah. It was Robinson, Fournette, Edmonds. Oh, I think it. if if Robinson's there. Yeah, I think I would go Robinson. I think your value in James Robinson too high here. I don't. I mean, I think they're in a shared backfield. Like I get it, but I think he's going to make up for that because Trevor Lawrence is going to improve that whole offense. They're going to be scoring more. Um, Trey Sermon's a legit factor for Moster, and Moster has had his his health problems. I mean, just just a few years ago, he went to brace himself, and his arm looked like a pretzel. When he when he broke it, <laughs> um, I mean he did, and then uh, he's so fast. He's so fun to watch. He's a great. I think he's a great running back, but he's always in a committee. Um, I mean it's it's kind of weird. All right, let's go to some wide receivers. Sure. I know the first topic. It's gonna be Michael Thomas. You have him as wide receiver seven. Mm-hmm. I have him as wide receiver two. You have DK Metcalf at wide receiver one, which is absolute blasphemy. <laughs> that is n- n- no. I think with a new offensive coordinator in Seattle, like if they just please, full transparency, massive Seattle fan. If they just let Russ cook, DK will easily lead the league in yards, and he'd be my pick to lead in touchdowns. I don't think so. I mean, it, it, if in that scenario, say say the whole season because like the first like eight games of last year where they were actually letting Russ cook, where do you where would you rank DK? Where would I rank DK as wide receiver three behind Adams and Thomas? Yes. I mean, I'm not mad at it because like the top, I'd say seven. Yeah, the top seven. Like, I don't think you can go wrong. I think they're all like set. If Woodson wins out this starting job, and um, if he wins out the starting job, and he looks like anywhere near what he did in Tampa Bay, minus uh, you know, thirty picks, exactly. <laughs> I think he easily. I think he's is, easily top five. Maybe even wide receiver three. I mean. Like I completely understand it because I mean I was the one who was calling for Michael Thomas to be one of the best receivers before he came on. So like I, like I I get the hype, um, but I just don't see how you can put him above Adams. You got him above Diggs, Hopkins, Tyreek, Ridley, DK, and that's I, I as a Bills. That's as a Bills fan too. Well, see, I I think Stefan's 
obviously a great receiver. I don't think he's going to be as great as he was last year. Um, I'm going to show you something else real quick. I'm going to show you something else. Want to go to this real quick. This is odds to lead the league in receiving. What is the best bet right here? DK Mecca, 14 to 1. Look at Michael Thomas, 16 to 1. But that's with Drew Brees forcing him the ball. Like, absolutely ignore him. this ad to the right. We don't give out free ads here. No, you got to pay us. <laughs> but, um, I mean, if I was going to go with like a. Like scroll wow, down a little. Calvin Ridley has the second best odds. I'm not mad at that at all. <clears throat> scroll down a little bit. I'm gonna give you a hail mary if you're gonna put some money on it. I think Jamar Chase is the four at uh, forty to one odds. Keep going. Robert Woods fifty to one odds. I love that too. Keep going. There's none there sticking out to me. Keep going. Keep going. I don't think there's any there. All right, scroll up a little bit. A home run. I'd go. Jerry Judy. Like if I'm just I love Jerry run. Judy. If he fixes that drop problem, well, but last year he did that without Cortland Sutton, and I think Cortland Sutton's a better receiver than Judy. What about for rushing? For rushing, what is the best bet? Right, <laughs> Lamar well, Jackson go. has thirty-three to one odds. Well, let's go. If if you had to pick one, like you can pick Henry, even though he's the favorite, and then we'll also go best bet. I Aaron Jones and Antonio Gibson, right there, look good. <coughs> Alvin Kamara, fifty to one odds. I guess he's not really yeah. much of a receiver. I like J.K. Dobbins. If Lamar Jackson would stop hogging all the carries, mm-hmm. I don't think Melvin Gordon and Clyde Edwards-Helaire have the same <laughs> same chances. Mm-hmm. Uh, best bet, I would probably go with Jonathan Taylor. Really? No. I'll say Zeke at 12 to 1. So if I had to pick one, I'm 100% going Derrick Henry to lead the league. Um, as far as best bet, I would go Najee Harris. One long shot? Najee what's, Harris. Hmm? what's one log shot, long shot? Oh, Melvin Gordon. That's ridiculous. He should not be on there. Not Like not a chance. Let's look at uh, quarterback passing yards real quick. Were you referring to one long shot that like I would pick? Yeah, like what's uh, we'll go back to what's someone down here that you would, you know? I guess Sanders. Miles Sanders. Okay. Yeah, because he's got the home run ability. Like he's he's super fast. Passing yards leaders. I'm staring at this Jameis Winston thirty three to one odds. Um, if I was a betting man, I'd go Ryan Fitzpatrick. Like, if I was gonna just try to hit a hail mary, I don't think he starts all year either. I think he does. I think he does because I think that team's gonna surprise people. I think it's gonna be them and the Cowboys for who wins the division. And then if I'm picking somebody that I think will lead the league in yards, give me Dak. Dak Precott. Yeah, Dak Precott. Um, no, that's how they spelled it. And then, as far as somebody that like decent odds, uh, Deshaun Watson, 
No, he didn't really have much receivers. Yeah, no. Um, um, that's tough. Daniel Jones, maybe? I mean, he's got composite receivers. He's got a legit number one in Galladay. Absolutely not. I mean, that, that's like a home run. That's like, like absolute Hail Mary. Absolutely not. I, I don't think so. Saquon. I'm a massive Saquon fan. I'm a believer. All right. Let's go over to some other articles we have on here. Sure. Let's go to the sleepers. Number one. Who else would it be? Mm-hmm. Is, this your man, is this your main crest? Is this your James Robinson of this year? No. Uh, I think my man crush this year. If I had to choose one, it's gonna be Mike Davis. One hundred between Mike. Mike Davis, Michael Thomas. <clears throat> love Jalen Waddle if Tua could, you know. See, Kyle I don't Pitts, think we have Wa- not talked about Kyle Pitts at all. We'll get there. I, I don't think Jalen Waddle is gonna be his team's number one receiver. Jalen Waddle is absolutely electric. Um, so is Will Fuller. I, I think Will yeah, Fuller's but can he stay healthy for seventeen games? Well, he's going to be suspended for what the first? Yeah, I think it's one. Just game. the first game, and then they also have Devontae Parker, who I'm not really a big fan of. Nah, um, I think he's like a maybe like a better Mike Williams. He's Mike Gesicki, I've hopped off the train. I'm no, that was back comparison. I'm sorry, not Mike Williams. I take that back. You're not a fan of Mike Gesicki? I just I did not like the way they used him. They had three tight ends, and I swore he played the least out of all three. And when he was out there, like they Tua would, you know, sling his little noodle arm. He'd, okay, I, I'm sorry. Out there. Watching this Broncos versus Patriots AFC Championship, and Tom Brady just almost hurdled the dude for the first down here. He ran about 15 yards. Why are you the, the first question? Why are you watching that? It's on NFL Network. I gotcha. No free, no free shout out to NFL Network either. My yeah, goodness. Yeah. All right, wow. Kyle Pitts. Let's get to Kyle Pitts. Uh, Kyle Pitts. I'm a massive believer. I I would say, if you're in round like five or six, if you've got solid running backs and receivers, and Pitts is still there, I'd reach. I'd reach for him. There are two people I'm reaching for this year. Mm-hmm. One is Josh Allen. No, can't reach for him. Josh anymore. Allen, Stephon Diggs. Where is the appropriate time to draft a quarterback? A quarterback? I I, I tell everybody who asks me about this. I wait, think wait, once wait, you wait, have wait. <laughs> once you have James Robinson and Travis Etienne as your running no, no. I think once there are no hmm. Well here here's how I'd approach the draft. I want to get three three running backs minimum three receivers minimum and a tight end before I even think about going quarterback. Cause there, there's so many that put up points. Uh, like I get Mahomes, Josh Allen, like the, the top fantasy ones, they're going to give you a, a bump in value, but there's no Lamar Jackson so chart out there. Nah, I don't think he's got it. Whoa. What? Nope. His number one receiver is going to be what? Sammy Watkins. No. And they're going to stack Rashad the Bateman. They're going to no. They're going to stack the box or Marquise Brown. He might Do you remember that bet we placed earlier? I totally forgot it. 
Uh, <laughs> let me think. It had something to do with the tight ends. Oh, oh um, CJ Ozoma. Drew Sample and CJ Ozoma. That was what it was. I, I have Kyle Pitts above Darren Waller. Um, I'm going to get a hate for that. I mean, I've got Pitts right behind Waller. I think they're very comparable. The, I'm not as high on Darren Waller as on people. As the difference people. is the Raiders will force the ball to Darren Waller, where we have to wait and see if Atlanta is going to force the ball to Pitts. I would not be surprised. I mean, dude's a stud. Dude, Privity's a stud. It's a freak. All right, so you have Dallas Goddard at tight end 10. Yeah. Are you counting on Zach Ertz being there? No. When we rank at Ertz at 17, what are we? Like, that's just an unknown. Like, we have to be clear that, like, these rankings are going to change. Like, say Zach Ertz goes to the Bills, and he's, like, which is where I think he's going. I don't think he moves up or down. (laughs) I I would move him up. I would take him above Higby, Smith, above Hunter Henry, above Gasecki, above Ertz Smith. I'd put him right there with, like, Fanton Goddard. Yeah. Very bottom end, like high end, tight end two, bottom end, tight end one. I do t- so tight end is a position where it's normally very, very top heavy and gets very thin. So but would Taysom Hill be listed as a tight end or a quarterback this year? Dude, I don't know. I have no idea. It, I guess it depends on Jameis. If like he who wins the game. Tight end. I, don't I think have he's high either. I mean, I think he's got a little value. I wouldn't say he's a weekly starter, but I, but what I was saying earlier is kind of goes to this point: is tight ends usually always very top heavy. Um, so who is your one tight end from like say below the top, I don't know, fifteen? Who you can Adam Troutman. Adam Troutman. Here we go with this nonsense. Because you, you, you saw when Jameis was throwing, OJ Howard was just an absolute animal in <laughs> <laughs> fantasy. The dude no, who had uh, CJ Uzoma, um, Cole Komet. <laughs> I like the Cole Komet call. I'm not mad at that. Uh, Jerry Cook on the Chargers. No. Could potentially be a sneaky one. Um, I think so. Too old. He's about 30. He's got to be about 34. Why are you so high on Gerald Everett? Is that because he's a Seattle <clears throat> Seahawks? Well, my thinking is <laughs> I don't even have him ranked. That's just nonsense. My thinking is uh Jacob Hollis is gone. He's on the Bills. And so Greg Olson retired. And so the only competing tied in is Will Disley. And I'm a much bigger fan of Gerald Everett than Will Disley. And so if he can be a solid like if he can win the job outright and be the third option, I think he's a surefire tight end too. Russ loves the tight ends. I don't know about that. He does. The the problem is we always have like four that rotate. Do we go to kickers? No, nah, I don't, don't think we do. It. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. We'll, we'll give any... you some. Kick, we'll give you some kicker advice closer to the season. Yeah, that can it's, be your job. Yeah, it's not important. I don't mind. Draft Young Ho, and you're you're getting Young away. Young way. There you go. All right. Are there any here that stand out? See, you made all these, and I'm. I, there's nothing that stands out. I'm like, eh. like I, I'm not mad at any of them. I would say Jalen Waddle as a wide receiver too. Just off of what I see, might be kind of early to tell. Um, I did a mix between some of these. Some of these were my rankings. Some of these were yours. 
mine from when? From last year? No, no, from this year. I haven't touched No, like it. based off your rankings, like your season oh, rankings. I gotcha. I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. So some of them are like a mix. Um, you know, someone who I see on there who we haven't touched on, who I think could very easily be fantasy relevant and be a potential league winner is Michael Carter. Hey, hey, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Yeah, I saw you put him on there. Like, I have any agreements. I know. Spencer knows. If it does improve, Carter could be a mid to late round steal. Yeah, that's a guy who I don't think he's going to have the job right away, but could very easily. Tevin Coleman's very injury prone. The Michael Pierre is garbage. And so if Michael Carter is, is. you know, competent. Him and Zach Wilson could have a nice, nice little connection. And I don't know. Maybe they, maybe they surprise some people. I they, think just someone, some, they just need weapons. Who they got now? Corey Davis is the number one. That's I think no, that's a no boy now. <laughs> no, what's so funny is that New England picked up uh, Kendrick Bourne and Nelson Aguilar, and people yeah. acted like they, you know, got Chad Ochocinco and Terrell yeah. Owens over there. Yeah. I mean, Mac Jones doesn't really have anybody to throw to except those two stud tight ends. I think John New was also criminally misused. No, no, the opposite. I think he was an effect of how that offense was ran. Because, like, Derrick Henry? Because of the play action and how they they used him. I think they used him very well. Well, they didn't really throw to him that much. He's obviously talented. The dude can fly. I mean, he's arguably the fastest tight end in the league. But when you're handing the ball off to Henry 30 times and then you only have, what, 30 throws available, you're sending 10 of those to A.J. Brown. You're sending seven or eight of those to Corey Davis. And then he was getting scraps. I mean, some of those were going to whatever backup running back was in the game. Someone go to Derrick Henry. I mean, it was it was slim pickings. And so if if Cam really is back, I mean he could have like a him and uh, Hunter Henry could combine for like a Greg Olson Panthers kind of vibe because there's nobody there to. I want to mention this. I saw a report earlier. This is totally off topic, but Tom Brady was playing this season with a fully torn MCL yeah. that happened in 2019. Yeah, I saw that. That's kind of wild. I don't know if that's like a like serious serious injury. I'm not. No, like that's. Know. That's a major ligament in the knee. Yeah, like I was thinking that. You know, I'm not the biggest doctor out here, but I mean that's that is that sounds painful. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's got those massive knee braces on. It obviously affected him a lot. I mean, <laughs> yeah, he struggled last year. <laughs> I mean, imagine him playing on a good like this season with that team. Yeah. Is that team going to win 14, 15 games? Uh, I'm going to say yes. Wow. Because their defense is insane. Their offense is insane. They if, have the best linebacker in the NFL. That's just false. Devin White. That's just false. Unless Bobby Wagner just got traded and I didn't hear about it. Just false. That's Devin White. That's but, I mean, they have the best linebacker duo. Like, that's not up for debate. Like, Devin White and Levante <laughs> Davis are the best linebacker duo. Like, inside linebackers. Give me Bobby Wagner and Jamal Adams. <laughs> Jamal Adams is really a linebacker. <laughs> he should be a linebacker. He did not classify as a safety. He's like if you, some, if you saw him in some of his 
I mean, coverage last year. I mean, we're not going to talk about it. All right, let's move on. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Watching him trying to guard Stefan Diggs last year when we were at your house and Stefan Diggs was running circles around him. That was, that was hard to watch, but Hey, he gets some sacks. All right, let's go through some handcuff rankings. Who is the best handcuff in fantasy football besides Kareem Hunt? It's a Tony Pollard. It's Latavius Murray. Yeah. Okay. That's what I was thinking. I'm going to say Latavius Murray could start on ten other teams. He would start in Buffalo. Um, he would start start for the Jets. Start in the Jets. He would start for the Patriots. I think he would start for the Falcons. I think he would start for the Dolphins. I think he would have a a solid shot at the Bucks starting job. I think he could start for Arizona. Arizona, yep, that's what I was about to say. I think he could um, start for. Let me go through some more here. Uh, Denver, maybe. I mean, they're they're all kind of. We got to see Javante Williams. I think. Um, I think that's about it. Yeah, that's but like that's it. That's that's like that's clear legit. cut. He could start. He could compete for. He could compete all with of these jobs he, could, right he here. could compete with like Damon Harris, J.K. Dobbins. Uh, He's so good too. He was so good in Oakland. I think so good's a little bit of an overstatement, but he was decent. Let's go to his stats in Oakland. He's okay. He's okay. Let's see stats. He had like one good year. Yeah, but still, I mean, then he signed with I think it was Minnesota. Where he he never got touches. I don't know. I don't know why he keeps signing to these places where he's not getting any touches. I say he was a pro bowler. I think I was overestimating how good Latavius Murray was that year, potentially. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, who's your number one handcuff? My number one handcuff, either mm-hmm. Latavius or Tony Pollard. Yeah, I think with Dak back, Tony Pollard's a good shout. Um. Hmm. Who else? Um, Maybe what about Tony, Tony Snow. Tony Snow. No. You don't think so? No. Daryl Henderson. I think you can, you can take him off. I, I'm not a fan. Wow. Really? Not a fan. Not a fan. No. So Mad- if Madison's just gonna, Akers, they don't have Cam Akers. They don't have Malcolm Brown. Malcolm Brown is terrible. Let's be real. And Cam Akers had what four good games last year? That was that was literally it. And people are overreacting. But they were they were feeding Cam Akers though. They freed Cam Akers. It was it was a hot hand kind of deal because they were feeding Daryl earlier in the year. Like it's just a that's just how McVay goes. When you're gonna not feed Todd Gurley when he's there, regardless of his you know mystery knees, like there's something to that. It's just a hot hand kind of deal. That's why I'm so low on Cam Akers. Yeah, people are acting like Cam Akers should be taken in the first round. No, never. I wouldn't take him. I also think the same thing about Nick Chubb. I think Nick Chubb is the second most talented running back in the NFL. No hate towards Nick Chubb. But he is also back there with a top 10, top 15 running back. I mean, if Kareem Hunt wasn't there, he would be my RB2. Let's think about this. If what what if Kareem Hunt was still in the Chiefs? If none of that, if you know, right, let's if he had never, dude, if Kareem Hunt was on the Chiefs and it wasn't Clyde, 
Like you saw what he could do his his rookie year. Oh, dude. Oh, it'd be right, so Clyde it'd be on scary. the Chiefs. It'd we be Clyde scary. on the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. I think we got like 15, Kar- something like that. And then we got Kareem. Or I mean, Kareem Hunt on the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. And then we got okay, my Nick Chubb all alone in that backfield. Nick Chubb is my RB2. Kareem Hunt is my RB4. I, I would have moved Chubb up all that much. I'd probably keep him about the same, to be honest. Wow, really? Dude, they, they, they feed him like crazy. They still feed him. With they would him. feed him even more. I don't think they would. I don't think they would. I think they'd go to like some Dontrell Hilliard kind of thing. No, no way. No way. Um, Nick Chubb is so electric to watch, though. Dude, he, he's an 80 yard touchdown waiting to happen. He's like a less flashy, like Saquon when he runs. How you're like, okay, this one could bust for 80, like, like that. It's got Miles Sanders as well, Aaron Jones. Like, they've all got that. Dalvin Cook, they've all got that. Um, but if Kareem Hunt was still in the Chiefs, he'd be, I, I may take him first. Really? Over McCaffrey? Dude, I mean, he was a different breed. He was a different breed on the Chiefs. But that was also before they went. Well, no, I take that back. I take what? that back. So, handcuff rankings. Let's go through some boomer bust. We're still uh, <clears throat> editing the format of this. Yeah, I mean the whole the whole articles. website's gonna be gonna be redone. I think. Give you a cleaner look. And this so right is not there. boom bust. This is boom. This is not boom bust. This is overvalued. This is, undervalued. This is overvalued and undervalued, but kind of the same thing. No, not at all. Not at all. This is based on um, just draft value. And this, where it says boom, this is the undervalue. Um, the one that sticks, the, the three that stick out to me are all three running backs. I think if you get and Damian them, Harris is being taken way, dude, he's a stud. No. I wouldn't say he's a stud. He's a stud, dude. It's a stud. I wouldn't say he's a stud. If they get yet. rid of Sony Michelle, like just cut him out, get Mac Jones back there, so the Cam's not stealing him. Whew. dude, it's gonna be that's gonna be something serious. And then Najee Harris, um, I think 14 is a good spot for him. You I'm disagree. a massive believer. A massive believer. But that offensive line is potentially. One of the worst. No, I don't think so. I, I, I think it is. I mean, they got rid of some pieces on that offensive line. Big Ben is 52 years old. Um, they got three really good receivers and a really good tight end. Yeah, you can't stack the box against them. Like, it's impossible. Yeah, but I, I think that also takes away touches. And he, right. he's perfect for Pittsburgh, like the just beat them down kind of running back. Hmm. Like a baby Derrick Henry kind of running style. So, and he's at Alabama. He really wasn't like super speedy. Well, he was he was fast. I mean, he was no like he was no Saquon, but like he will run you over. It's like it's. I I really do think it's it's a baby Derrick Henry kind of vibe. All right, and then some other ones. What other one is notable to you? Let's David go, Montgomery is RB21. Um, <sighs> you're not counting on Tariq Cohen to be anything? No, last year Tariq Cohen was playing receiver. Like, I, I don't think that's a factor at all. And Matt Nagy just came out the other day saying that he wants to get Montgomery at least 20 touches a game. 
Yeah, but wanting to and doing that when you have Tariq Cohen back there. I mean, Tariq Cohen. Tariq Cohen is five foot seven. He's yeah, but he's like a slot receiver. He's a glorified. He's slot a better receiver. receiving back than Montgomery. And, Montgomery's yeah. a, he's a solid receiver. Like it's it, it's no like uh, it's no shot at him, and he's clearly the best running running uh, running back in that backfield. You know, it's, I, I expect a big year again. I don't, I don't think there's going to be that big of a drop-off from how he ended last year. So Cooper Cup at 25. Scroll down. Who's the, who's the third receiver? Hold on one second. Corey Davis. I kind of know him being wide receiver one in New York. I think he's undoubtedly their number one. All right, who's so you was- went with – is this ADP or is this your rankings? No, this is based on um, ESPN's rankings. ESPN rankings. Okay. Yeah. Which All I right. think closely mirrors the ADP the last time I looked. So, Cooper Cup at 25. I think it's a steal. With Stafford back there. Ooh. Let me look something up real quick. So, Cooper Cup at. 25. This is non PPR, correct? Half point. Half point PPR. Half point. That way we can kind of be in the middle of both formats. But I mean, these, these can easily be adjusted for either way. There's really not that big of a difference uh, in the rankings, in my opinion. All right. Cooper Cup at 24. Robert Woods at 20. Do I personally prefer Cup to Woods. Really? Yes. I think Woods is the better receiver. I don't. That's a Buffalo. That's a, that's a very Buffalo thing to say. Well, Robert Woods is very, very good. I think I, I, it's no shot at Woods, dude. I just think Cups of, Cups of Dollar. If only Josh Reynolds was still there. What's your thoughts on Corey Davis? Corey Davis? I mean, you're getting a wide, like a team's wide receiver one at 45, like, I, I think that's I think that's a bargain because you know Zach Wilson could be. Well, could I have be him ranked. I have him ranked at thirty five. So I mean that is absolutely way too low on Corey and Davis. He, and he showed he's got some talent on the Titans. Yeah, but that was, you know, being the fourth option in that offense. <clears throat> yeah, let me get this out. Uh, we're two weeks. We're two months away from the start of the season. Uh, at the very bottom of the list, there you see the league winner this year, Tyler Higby. Um, no, what? See, the problem was last year the Rams had two league winners on their team, and they just got to get them apart so that they're both league winners in Higby and Everett. That's that was the problem. That was the problem. What? Oh yes, I I oh, am yes. not so I am not associated with that. Oh, you associate that with me by myself. All right, so and these are people who I think are overvalued at their. <laughs> Current draft position. Do you see a common theme with the quarterbacks? I do. Older quarterbacks. Exactly. Why do you think Aaron Rodgers the league MVP? That's a, that's a multitude sure. of reasons. The okay. the cloudiness over where he's going to play. I think he definitely plays in Green Bay. I don't see how Green Bay even thinks about trading him. Uh. It's hard to say. I think mm, – I don't know. 
<sighs> it's hard to say. Yeah. It's really so AJ Brown at seven. Not a fan of that. Yeah, I think with Julio there, I think Julio's in a moment receiver in Tennessee. And how about DeAndre Swift? I've had people ask me about him. I'm a fan of Jamal Williams. I think he was very good in his backup role with Green Bay. I think he definitely plays a factor. Uh, earlier this uh, offseason, I think it was Dan Campbell that came out and said that DeAndre Swift is 1B, Jamal Williams is 1A. I think that was before minicamp started. That's nonsense. But if that is the case, that's nonsense. During, you know, during training camp, I don't that's know. Nonsense. That's absolute nonsense. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Jamal Williams, like he had decent numbers in Green Bay, but that was the perfect storm because for some reason Aaron Jones was always handcuffed. They wouldn't just let him eat. Um, and now he's still going to be handcuffed with AJ Dillon. AJ Dillon, yeah, they probably will. Um, we already touched on ETN. We just talked about AJ Brown, Mike Evans. I just think I think Antonio Brown's going to have a bigger role than he did last year. Um, and I think Godwin. Godwin's a freak. I love Godwin. Um, Deontay Johnson. I'm just not a massive believer. I think Juju has a big year, like or bigger than last year. Um. Are people really taking Mark Andrews above Kyle Pitts? Mark, the problem with Mark Andrews is, is he's far too touchdown dependent. I just don't think that's sustainable. Like, if he doesn't score, he's going to get you like three points. Not like non he's rankings like three. His rankings are interesting. Gasecki, I just a there's too many mouths to feed, and I don't like how much he plays. And then Johnny Smith, like I think he's talented, but. Unless they change to Mac Jones, and unless Cam is completely healthy, I'm, I'm probably staying away. Interesting. Let's see if there are any other articles to go through here. Wow, about hit the hour mark on the first episode of season two. Now in the weekly hot takes article, Robbie, which is hot takes for life, Send us some hot takes. I have not yet posted them. I don't know how I feel about them. Um, I'm gonna go through. I'm gonna go through some of them right now. Uh, I asked him for some fantasy hot takes, and he just totally just ignored that. Yeah. Um, he went with Matthew Stafford as the MVP. <laughs> I mean, these are hot takes, so these are not likely yeah. to happen. Yeah. But he thinks there's a chance. Washington wins the NFC East again. That's not hey, bad. I, I, yeah, I'm not. I'm not mad at that. I think there's a chance. Justin Fields wins NFC Rookie of the Year unanimously. That that's yeah. I don't know about that. One. <laughs> that's a lot. I don't know about that one. Jamar Chase the job finishes. First. It's a top ten wideout. I can see hot that. Take. It's a hot take, but like yeah, I can see that. And Carson finishes. Carson Wentz finishes in the top ten. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And then he said, "More to come soon." <laughs> the the Carson Wentz thing, I I just don't see. T. Y. Hilton's washed. Michael Pittman's just kind of, in my opinion, they got what Moe Cox and Jack Doyle, just kind of. Eh. 
It's I think Mo Ali Cox. Mo Ali Cox, the former basketball player. Let's not get that mixed up. Mo Ali Cox. People are sleeping on him a little bit this year. I think he's comparable to Jared Cook. It's just kind of like whatever. Like Jared Cook? Old. Used to be athletic. Well, how old is Mo Ali Cox? He's not that old. I'll check for you real quick. Let's see. He's got to be like 27. That's my guess. Let's see. Jared Cook's like 35. Yeah, he's up there. Yeah, Molly Cox is tw- wow, 27. See? I know my sleeper tight ends. Now I guess Adam Troutman is 24. Jared Cook is 34. Fact check me on that, Adam Troutman. I said 24 years old. No, 23. 23. What's your final answer? 23. He's 24. Oh, my goodness. The stud out of Dayton. <laughs> the stud out stretch. of Dayton. Studs a stretch. <clears throat> Not a believer. Are there any other I think things you want it. to go to where you, you can find um, our podcast right there? We plan to add to Spotify right there. Um, I'm not sure about SoundCloud yet. I don't know about that one. Um, Let's go ahead and wrap it up. How about you give us an outro? Outro? Yeah. Let's get it. All right. Hold on. I want to go through something real quick. I want to go through one more thing before we wrap this up. I do have a question for you, though. Mm-hmm. I don't like the buy. I don't like uh, the whole DK Metcalf as the wide receiver one. I think that is very unrealistic. Very bias. Why? Any what fo- about it? Any follow up there? You just think it's bias? I, I could see where you're coming from, but I mean, I it's very it's very contingent on like the new offensive coordinator being. So what if they don't let Russ cook? Keys. If they don't, then there's no no shot. He's he's like top five. No shot. You can find us on Twitter. We are on the road to 1100. Hope to hit that before. What's a good mark? Preseason? We're not on the road to 1100. We're on the road to like 2000. We're on the road to 1100 every step. Uh, you can find some articles right here. We have the season rankings pinned. Um, you can go to our link tree right here. It has our YouTube, has our Spotify, it has our website. Everywhere you can find the podcast. And I think that's I think that's about it. Mm-hmm. Sweet. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in. Uh, we hope to you know put one out next Friday too. Um, and once the season starts picking up, once draft season starts picking up, we hope to get one uh, two of these out a week. Uh, maybe some live streams during the week. Uh, maybe some mock drafts. Yeah, the content will be picking up. Uh, more content on the website, more content on the Twitter. And, yeah, I think that's it. Awesome. We'll see you guys next time. All right.